Last week, we talked about the relationship between iPad and business professional applications. Today, I wanted to talk about some apps that I recommend and other folks online recommended as far as for running their business. All right. Would you mind recapping what you mean by a business app? Sure. So when I think of a business app, I think of an app that you use to run your business. This could be anything from email to scheduling to finances, communication, things like that. I would also include the professional apps as well. So things that you use for creative purposes or even marketing, which that's kind of a blurry line anyways. At a very high level, it sounds like you're talking about apps that help you get your job done. So I posed this question to a few of the subreddits, which I will post in the notes. The one that I found most interesting was the folks in the Maxis admin subreddit. So these are folks who run IT organizations that run Macs. There is a lot of great suggestions and a lot of knowledge out there. I definitely recommend you check that out. But they talked about all sorts of apps out there that help with managing your IT infrastructure, such as Jamf, Spectacle, and a few other ones. So I will post those links in the notes. You could definitely want to check that out. I'd love to do an episode on that whole subject at a later time. I also want to talk about other apps for just kind of doing IT type stuff. One thing I always run into because I don't have a big enough hard drive is dealing with free space. So I just want to throw a plug out there for Daisy Disk. That's what I use to visualize my disk space on my Macs. And it's really helpful at giving you a pie chart of how your disk is being used. So I highly recommend that app. And then also the app for installing apps besides, say, the Mac App Store that I use is Homebrew. And I'll provide links to that. But if you're somebody who's already a terminal guru, Homebrew is a really great way to both look at what apps you have installed, but also to install apps from the command line as well. I think it's great that you're starting with some apps that are out there to maintain the health and integrity of your devices instead of starting with the ones that get the work done. Making sure that your devices are up to date, secure, working well, that's really important. And it's one of those things that we tend not to think about a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. One thing I noticed in the Reddit comments was kind of the idea of building apps around a soft database, I'll call it. As somebody who's familiar years ago with building access apps, this is kind of that idea. So like with Microsoft Access, you can kind of build a little file database. I see that still is pretty popular on the Apple end. And so there's three suggestions I heard, which were Airtable, which is a web cloud-based database, not really native. Uh, Ninox, which is one that I'm not very familiar with, but apparently it's uh, a small little startup online database. They have an actual Mac native app. You can build all sorts of like apps on top, like a CRM, etc. And then, of course, the major one in the Apple space, which is FileMaker Pro, that same idea is access. You can build a database and then build apps on top of it for clients. So I wanted to throw those three out there because that's a whole other way of managing your business is just by building a custom database and building an app around it. So 
let's talk about uh, professional or creative apps. So last week we talked about the idea of a creative app such as uh, something to build music or to record a podcast, build a video, do any sort of graphics. And I would also include in that writing as well. The app that I use and I subscribe to is the Adobe Creative Cloud. That gives me plenty of applications to build uh, all sorts of material that I use uh, for the stuff that I do. So Adobe Creative Cloud, that includes Adobe Audition, which is what I'm using right now to record this and then we'll be using later for editing. Adobe Premiere, which I use for producing videos. Photoshop, which is for graphics. Illustrator, which is for vector graphic editing. And Adobe Acrobat, of course, that's usually when dealing with like contracts and things like that. Adobe XD is a really interesting product I have not used much of, but it's for building prototypes essentially for apps that I would build for the iPhone. And then After Effects, which I've just started dabbling into recently. So the Adobe Creative Cloud is quite robust, I would say, and has a lot of applications to use for doing anything creative in that space. And it seems like Adobe definitely wants to start doing more of that on the iPad as well. I think they're going to bring Photoshop to the iPad. There's been a demo of that recently. And so probably we'll be seeing that. And when it comes to Adobe Creative Cloud, I'm mostly talking about the Mac, but they do have a set of iPhone and iPad apps. And I think we'll be seeing more and more in that as time goes on. The other thing that I do plenty of, which is writing, we'll be talking on the OK Productive podcast about taking notes, but I specifically wanted to talk about more long form writing. And for that, I use Ulysses. Ulysses is a really great app at managing a lot of writing, especially if you're working on a book or you're working on really large or set of blog posts. Uh, Ulysses is a great way to do that. It is markdown based, which is a way to format your text. It's much more easier and intuitive than other ways of formatting your text. And it also has the ability to export to Microsoft Word, HTML, PDF, Markdown, of course, rich text format and WordPress, as well as other blocking engines. So that is Ulysses. I highly recommend that if you're doing any long form writing. Are you writing a book? No, not yet, but I will be working on that probably soon or some sort of long form writing. Enticing. Yeah. (laughs) And then last but not least, I do video recording. And for that, I use my iPhone XS and the app I use for that is Filmic Pro, which offers a lot of great features, mostly just the easy way to set up and an easy way to transfer that video and then use it in Premiere for editing. Filmic Pro also has a companion app that I use where I'll be running Filmic Pro on my iPhone XS and then I have a spare iPhone SE that I use. What I do with that is I track and have access to the user interface on my iPhone SE to take a look at how my recording looks and also to start and stop the recording as well. That is really convenient because that way if I'm recording myself I can look at the iPhone SE and see how my iPhone XS works as well. Using a lightning cable to my computer to transfer the video files over. And then if you pull up iTunes, which is, I think this is the only reason I ever pull up iTunes, you can just copy the file from iTunes of your video recording. So now that we talked about how to build this creative material, how do you then go about sharing it? So there's a few apps that I use. I've talked about um, the Scourge that is Facebook and how I dislike using it. So if you do, though, manage Facebook pages, you'll want to look at the Facebook page app. That's a really good app that gives you a lot more focused use for just managing pages. So it's a way to not have Facebook on your phone, but at the same time still manage your Facebook marketing channels that you might have. 
another app that I use for managing my social media is Buffer. They have an iPhone, iPad app as well. These are both iPhone and iPad apps. And Buffer is a great app for managing your social media and making sure that you have a constant flow of content for your audience. It hooks up with Buffer, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And when it comes to Twitter, I use TweetBot. And what's great about TweetBot is I manage multiple accounts. So it's easy for me to add multiple accounts on TweetBot and be able to keep track of people who respond or reply or retweet anything that I have posted on any of those accounts. Marketing is incomplete without analytics. I recommend Google Analytics for that. The Google Analytics app on iPhone is really great at tracking your visitors and seeing both real time as well as aggregated data about website traffic. I would say it's as robust as what you can get with the website. Google Analytics is a really great app and it's definitely worth taking a look at. Uh, The other thing is, let's say you need to post to your website or you have an email list. The WordPress app is pretty good at a quick post to the website. Earlier this week, I posted our last podcast episode on the Bright Digit website, and I could just do that easily using the WordPress app without having to go in, pull my computer out, copy the post, change any links or text. I could do that all through the iPhone app within a matter of a few minutes. Lastly is the MailChimp app, which is really good at looking at reports and setting up emails to your emailing lists. So if you have an email list, which you should if you're running a business, this is a great way to start an email and look at reports on how your email traffic is doing. I also want to mention, let's say you do a lot of remote or conference calls. Uh, You could do this from your iPad or your iPhone with an app like Zoom. Zoom, I think, has free calls for 30 minutes and under, if not for 40 minutes, but you can set up a conference call, even schedule it and add it to your calendar using Zoom. So you'll definitely want to check Zoom out. I just wanted to add that with Zoom, I know there are a lot of other ways to do online conversations, video conferences and screen sharing. And in my experience, Zoom has been the one with the least number of technical difficulties. Yeah. And what I love about it is it's so easy to set up even just on the iPhone, which gets to me about setting up like appointments. We should probably talk about that. If you haven't heard of Doodle, you definitely want to check Doodle out. Doodle is a great uh, website, but they also have an app for setting up polls specifically for calendar appointments. I use it all the time and I have a whole workflow down where I will set up a Doodle for appointments. And then after I set that up and I find a date and time that works for everybody, then I can go into Zoom, set up the appointment in Zoom, and then add it to everybody's calendar all within my iPhone. And that's really convenient and it helps with just kind of having an easy work workflow going from polling people for a calendar appointment and then setting up a video call and then setting adding it to my calendar all within my iPhone. Another thing I wanted to mention was the ability to manage your contacts. I haven't quite jumped into the CRM space every time I do. I always find myself feeling like it's incomplete or not really doing what I want. One app that I use to manage my contacts is an app called Full Contact. I think it's about 100 bucks a year to be able to hook up multiple address books. Full Contact will give you the ability to sync multiple address books together. I find I have this problem where my Apple address book, my Google contacts, all of them don't sync up, uh, but full contact will do that for you. And also what it'll do is it'll look up metadata on different people and automatically set up, hook up to their Twitter account and other social media accounts like LinkedIn. So that way you have access to that data as well. Full contact also has the ability to scan business cards and add those to your contacts as well. I think it's like a hundred contacts a month for 
for the paid service. The other one that I had used previously before was CamCard, but I like Full Contact much better because it also comes with the syncing as well. If you get a lot of business cards that you want to scan it, definitely want to look at Full Contact. That's pretty slick. Yeah, uh, my biggest thing is just the ability to sync and then also look for duplicates and make sure duplicates aren't there. Full contact is definitely worth the money as far as I'm concerned. I'd love to hear your opinion, but we use Slack quite a bit and I'm on almost, God, like 10 Slacks at least. Slack has become the premier app for, I would say, like inter-office communication, but in many ways, it's almost become its own social media channel, I would say. How do you feel about Slack? I'm of two minds. One Like you said, being a part of a lot of different Slack teams can be really tough to keep track of everything. I think it would be really nice if there were a broader way to find things across all of your different teams, especially if you're in a very specific market or type of business, then you might be in a lot of different Slack teams that are very similar in content. And so having conversations with people about very close to the same thing can often lead to like where on earth, like which conversation and which Slack team did I have this? So it is really nice for having those conversations and keeping track of all of that history. But it also just causes a lot of noise and it can be really challenging to keep track of all of your conversations. Yeah, I think that's a challenge. Notifications are a challenge. It's almost really difficult to like balance the good notifications you want to receive with the bad notifications you don't want to all the time. I think it's better than what we've had before, I'll be honest. But yeah, there's definitely some imperfections. And it's not like inter-office communication is, is an easy problem to solve anyways. I would recommend checking Slack out. If you have a business and multiple people, you definitely want to take a look at getting a Slack. I think they're basically free unless you want to save more archive data. I think that's where it starts costing money. Right. Uh, Slack is also really good at hooking up with other services as well. So definitely want to check Slack out. I think I'll just briefly mention Todoist is my number one to-do app. It has an app for the Mac, which is kind of just a web app with a skin, but they have a really good iPad and iPhone app. I use it for business and personal use. So I highly recommend something to take a look at for your business is Todoist because they also have, if you pay, they have a collaborative feature as well. So uh, let's get to the really fun part of this conversation, finances. Oh, buddy. So (laughs) this is the clickbait part of the uh, conversation. So I use QuickBooks. QuickBooks has a native app for the iPhone and they have an okay Mac app as well. It's worked for me. It's pretty easy for me to use and manage my bank accounts. If you're looking for an app that runs on the iPad, uh, QuickBooks does a decent job. The only complaint I've heard is from folks who manage multiple accounts is the iPad app does not really do a good job letting you switch to different accounts with the same login. So that's unfortunate. But other than that, QuickBooks is what I use and I've had great experience with. But the real apps I want to plug are Expensify and Receipt Bank. I only use Expensify briefly. I'm a one-person business, so I really don't need to do expense reports. Uh, But more what I was looking at was keeping track of different things that I've purchased for my business and being able to keep track of those receipts. So Expensify didn't really do that for me. But what I did end up going with was an app called Receipt Bank and Receipt Bank lets you scan receipts. And I believe they have uh, folks who actually look at the receipt and then figure out who it's for or what it's from. And it will automatically map those out to different 
expenses you have in your QuickBooks account, which is really great. If you are looking at managing expenses for your business, I would definitely take a look at both Expensify and Receipt Bank for that. And then also piggyback off of the conversation on Receipt Bank and scanning receipts. For general scanning of documents, I recommend Genius Scan. Uh, Genius Scan is really good at being able to look, uh, use your camera to scan a document. And I think it'll even do OCR stuff. I think for the paid service, you pretty much can take those documents, either convert them to PDF or PNG, and then put them in Dropbox or iCloud or Google Drive or whichever service you are using. So uh, money-wise, I have pretty minimal needs for my businesses as well. And so I tend to use uh, Wave, which is an online equivalent to QuickBooks. However, they do have apps that can do invoicing and receipts and uh, PayPal and uh, Cash App. Those are the the main ones where I use separate apps. Yeah, those are both really good apps. So Yeah, today we talked about different apps that you can use for the iPhone and iPad. We talked a little bit about IT management and how you could also build your own custom app using something like FileMaker Pro or Airtable or Ninox. If you're managing disk space, you want to take a look at DaisyDisk or use Homebrew. It's also a great way to install apps as well. Uh, Adobe Creative Cloud for logging away and doing any sort of creative work, whether it's recording a podcast like this or doing art or doing video. And then uh, Filmic Pro for recording off of the iPhone iPhone and they have a great companion app that you can use to keep track of your video as you record. I use Ulysses for any long form communication. And then for sharing that material, there's Buffer for being able to add videos and add uh, text to your different social media accounts. Facebook page for just managing your Facebook pages. Google Analytics for taking a look at the analytics of your different websites. WordPress app for posting blog posts or managing your WordPress site. MailChimp for managing your email lists and sending quick emails out. Zoom, Doodle are great apps for both managing your calendar and getting appointments down, but also setting up video conference calls. Full contact if you need help managing your different address books. Slack for inter-office communication. And then Eric and I talked about QuickBooks and Wave for doing accounting, Receipt Bank, and Expensify for managing your expenses and receipts. Genius Scan for scanning documents. So thanks again for joining us for this podcast today. Tweet at me if you have any recommendations for iPhone, iPad, or Mac apps, we'd love to talk about at Bright Digit. Our Twitter account, again, is at Bright Digit. Thank you again.